I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes for free, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show. And you can also hear my live radio broadcast from Las Vegas every weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on AM 670 KMZQ. I came across a Dear Abby column the other day that I did want to mention because I, I don't know how she can tolerate some of these questions she gets from folks. Here's a woman. Dear Abby, lately I've been feeling torn between staying in my relationship and leaving. I have always maintained I was doing the right thing for my kids by staying with their father. He's a good man, but he's always said he never wanted kids. I don't want my kids to miss out on a full and memorable childhood, but he's more focused on his own wants and needs. We have a family vacation trip planned with my family, and he's chosen not to go. I want my kids to have a father who wants to be in their lives and do things with them, but this doesn't seem to be what he wants. I don't know what to do. All right, so let's back up a second. First of all, she married a guy who doesn't want kids, and he made that very clear. Now, of course, he could have gone and gotten vasectomy. I get that. But she had two kids with a guy who doesn't want kids. I mean, I wouldn't bring a dog in the house if my husband said, I don't want a dog or a cat or anything. I mean, it's crazy to bring children into a situation where the other person doesn't want them because it's very difficult to raise them on your own. It's actually worse trying to raise them on your own if you're married because the other person doesn't want to participate. I mean, how crazy is that? So this is her fault. Secondly, if she says he's really a good guy, uh, maybe he's not good with little kids. Maybe as the kids get older, he'll be a better father. Some guys are better fathers when the children are older. But third, if she really thinks she's going to find another person to be their father, she's dreaming. It doesn't work that way. The reality is you have one shot, one shot to make everything work. In other words, the first marriage that you have with the first father of your children, that's your big chance to make things right. If you get married and you move on to somebody else, that person is never going to be the same as the father they had. Now, there are stepfathers who are amazing and stepmothers who are amazing and step up and do a much better job than the person you had the children with. I do acknowledge that. But realistically, the best shot is to have a good father the first time or a good mother the first time and stick with that person. Because once you're divorced, you're dating, you don't know if the person you're dating is really just a pedophile and dating you because you have children. You don't know if they're going to care about your kids. And ultimately, even if they do, those aren't their kids. The, the rare person, male or female, who loves that child as if it's their own is out there, but they're very hard to find. And most guys, especially, I don't know how old this woman is who wrote to Dear Abby, but most men, they don't want a built-in family. I can't tell you how many times when I was single, I heard men say, yeah, but she's got a kid. Yeah, but, the, you know, they don't want a built-in family. They don't want some other man's stuff. And if you leave a guy and you're still married or you'd get divorced or whatever and you leave him and he fights for custody, now you're gonna have to split custody between the new guy you think is gonna be a good father and good luck finding him versus the guy who's their bio dad, they're always gonna want an attachment to him. So it's just a mess. That's the thing people forget. Once you have children with somebody, there's no starting over. You may start again, but you don't get to start over because you show up at the altar with a whole U-Haul full of stuff. Kids, uh, you know, maybe in-laws and this and that and the other because you've got his family. They're invested in the kids and whatnot. It's just a mess. So really, as a woman, you need to pick very carefully the person you have children with and make sure he wants kids. If he doesn't, don't complain after the kids are born. Now, once again, he could have avoided this whole thing by sneaking off and having a nice, quiet vasectomy, which he should have done. Any man who says, I don't want kids, 
should have a vasectomy. There is no reason on earth that you should be getting anybody pregnant if you don't want kids. You don't want to pay the bills. You don't want to have to do what you have to do. You don't want to make the sacrifices. You don't want any responsibility. Then fine. Then go and get yourself fixed and don't even tell the wife. There's a famous talk show host who used to joke about that all the time. And he would say, you know what you do? You go get a vasectomy and you don't tell the woman you're dating. <laughs> Probably not a bad idea. Really, that's what you should do if you don't want kids. Oh, so sorry, I thought I could, you know, whatever. Just don't do it. So bully on him for getting her pregnant when he really didn't want kids and bully on her for having kids with a guy she knew didn't want them. And now she's looking for another alternative. I'm telling you, ladies, the grass ain't greener. Now, if you marry somebody who's a real jerk and he's abusive and all that, that goes without saying that you don't stay with him. But once again, bully on you for choosing a bad guy to have kids with. Hello? I mean, it's not that complicated. But I see this kind of thing all the time, and I've known women who've said, well, you know, I'm just going to leave and I'm going to find somebody else. You're not going to find somebody else. The chances are you're probably not. And the likelihood of a second marriage ending in divorce is like 70%. If the first marriage ended in divorce, you're probably not going to make it in the sec second marriage. And then the kids are going to be stuck with what? A father, a stepfather, this, that, and the other. Listen, I've been through that. I know what that's like. It's terrible for the kids. It really is terrible. So you chose to have kids with this guy at least stay till he's 18, make it work. You say he's a good man. So you know what? You take the responsibility on. There's no reason that he should be doing everything if he didn't want the kids to begin with. Of course he should step up. I understand that. And I know plenty of people who've been in situations that they didn't necessarily plan on, but they manned up or they womaned up and they took care of business. I understand that's what should happen. But ultimately, you're the one who wanted him. Don't complain if he's not going to be there. Appreciate what you can get out of him and understand that your children, if they love him, your children need their daddy. And it doesn't sound like the guy's abusing them from what she's writing in Dear Abby. But you know what? As I said, maybe when they get older, he'll be a little bit more focused. Or maybe the mom could make a little more time to try to get the kids involved in dad's activities. I don't know the situation, clearly. But I do know that if you think you're going to just dump the father of your kids and find somebody else to be their daddy, you are dreaming. That is very unlikely to happen. And ultimately, we have a responsibility to our children to make sure that they have as stable a life as possible. And that is on us in America. People don't have to have kids. It's very simple to avoid it. So you need to make better choices with your life. And it's just sad that kids always have to pay the price for this kind of thing. And just this idea that you can start over is ludicrous. It, it really is. And this is pressed by the media all the time. Oh, yeah, you have a right to be happy. Well, I got news for you. You walk away from a marriage, even if it's a really bad one, and it, I know people who've done that, once again, bully on them for marrying a bad person. But if you walk away, your life is more complicated. How is your life better when you don't live in the same house with them, but you still have to share kids with them? You still have to share finance with, with them. You still have to deal with them in one way or another. You don't get a clean break. It doesn't work that well. Ultimately, it really doesn't because your life is so much harder now that you separated from that guy and still have his kids. It doesn't make it a lot better necessarily. You'd probably been better off staying with the guy to begin with or, hey, wait for it, not marrying him or not having children with him. And I guess we're always going to have people like that who put their own needs and their own desires and their own happiness first. They want a baby and they don't really care whether the person wants the baby or not. I got a puppy about seven months ago. And my husband and I discussed it. I didn't get the puppy until he was okay with me getting the puppy. First of all, I didn't want a puppy. I wasn't thinking I was, you know, re really wanting to get a puppy at my age, but I did. 
a friend of mine bred some really cute puppies and normally I rescue dogs, but she bred some really cute puppies. And I thought, you know what? One of my dogs is getting pretty old. I want another big dog. So let me go ahead and do this. But I didn't do it without my husband being okay with it. He does a lot of the care of the dog. I do most of it, but he jumps in there and takes care of the dogs. All the dogs, they love him, he loves them, and I would never have done it. I wouldn't have brought a puppy home without him being okay with it. I mean, nobody wants the aggravation of a puppy or a child or anything else unless they really are devoted. I mean, I love dogs. I think they add something to your life. Of course, they take something away. They take freedom, they take your time, this and that. But to me, what a dog adds to your life is far better. And I'm not comparing dogs to kids, but in a way I am because ultimately two people live in a home and they should have a decision as to what comes into the home. And whether it be a dog or a cat or a kid or a relative, you know, an in-law, whatever, anything like that, the person you're married to should have a say in this kind of thing. So it's just sad that people always consider themselves and never consider their kids. You hear about this all the time. And the first thing they do is run out and try to date somebody else. You're not going to replace the mom or dad that the kids had unless that person's a horrible human being. And even when the bio parent, mom or dad, is a horrible human being, the kids still yearn for them. I don't understand it, but they do. They always want that relationship with the people who are their original parents, even if the people are terrible. And I know of situations where people have gotten away from the birth parent, mom or dad, and then the kid turns 18 and then goes back to try to make amends with the mom or dad and it winds up being a mess because many times the reason you left that person you were married to is because they were losers. They were drug addicts, they were this and that. I heard somebody call Dr. Laura's show the other day and she was... Um, talking about it was a teenage girl who had reconnected with her loser mom who'd been addicted to drugs forever and it, the dad had left the mom but as soon as the daughter got to be an adult then the mom starts calling the daughter oh i need some money can you help me out telling the daughter all about her problems the mother is a loser she's a loser and the kid doesn't really have a mom and yet this child is still trying to reconnect with the person who did not raise her because the dad was smart enough to get away from her and of course you could go back to hey dad why'd you have a kid with this girl that's true i guess she'd been sober for part of her life but the point is the child still yearned to have a relationship with the bio mom even though that bio mom was incapable of loving anybody other than drugs not even herself she just loved the drugs so that's how people are, but you ultimately have to make a decision that's best for your children. Once you have kids, they matter more than you do. I know that's a deep point for some people, but it's the truth. So think about it, would you folks, before you tear somebody's home apart? Just saying. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget you can join me weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. on 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. And uh, you can also get a copy of my book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. That's on my website, HeidiHarris.com. It's also available at Amazon, and it's available on Kindle. So pick it up. I think you'll like it if you like talk radio. Even if you don't like me, I think you'll find a lot of great stories about talk radio and good advice about how I do show prep and how to pick guests and callers and a lot of behind-the-scenes radio stuff that's not even necessarily related to my life. So check it out at Amazon.com. The book's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott. Well.